Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Attention nerds. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire The Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show. And welcome to episode 691 of the Riley and Kimmy Show. The person right next to me keeps me out of trouble almost every single time. Not, not all the time she has failed, especially at Megan Con. Kimmy, I got one knife. Get Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. 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 Hi. Hi, I'm Patrick Riley. I am the villain of the story. And the host of this episode. Matter of fact, the villain of every single one before this one. Yeah, 690 episodes available right on our website right now at RileyandKimmy.com. Also links to social media like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and other things right there. And if you friend follow like us, we do the same right back with you. Hello, Kimmy. Hello. How are things going? Awesome. Well, that's good. We are at a Tuesday, Kimmy. Woohoo. Yes, Tuesday gets us closer to a Wednesday. You know what Wednesday is, right? New comic book day. That's right. Right in front of Thanksgiving, you can get your brand new comic books, your brand new things. Your, you know, yeah. your yeah, your apparel, your coffee mugs, your action figures, your comics, your graphic novels, your trade paperbacks. And we have a couple of locations we're going to mention here where you can do so that just matter of fact have some big things going on this week, Kimmy. And I am very thankful to have some friends out there at some comic book stores that have made us part of this big event. Now, the first one who has made this happen, who opened the door for this, is Mike Priest of Mike's Comics and Collectibles in Orlando. And let's check in with Mike about the big Black Friday event he has with comic book creator Billy Tushi. Hey, Mike, what's going on with Black Friday? Billy is the creator of, of She, uh, Sergeant Rock, uh, Justice League, and he, he did um, several other books. Beautiful artwork. And I just what's funny is I found, again, I have the... Um, uh, Sergeant Rock Lost Battalion, and that is a, just a labor of love. It is uh, a real good book. One of my favorite is 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 his um, Christian book, A Child of Mine or, or A Child Is Born. I'm sorry, a really good book. We're going to push that book. He's going to have that book there, signing it. He also did a Harley Quinn print for us, which all the proceeds are going to go to charity. Um, it's going to go to uh, one of Billy's favorite charities, which is for the, uh, the um, veterans. So that's so you have a charity event going along with the Black Friday event, right? Yes. Now, what time does your Black Friday event start? I know what Billy's there starting at 10 o'clock, right? Billy will be there from 10 to 4, 5, 6, whenever the fans stop coming. Billy's a good guy, Woo. so he hung out. Woo. Not just a one-hour signing, but a nice long signing. Correct. And what time does the event for you start, your big Black Friday sale? We're going to start about 7 in the morning, and we're going to go until about 11 or 12 at night. My understanding, you have a big vendor tent going too, right? We do. We, we have some... Um, Outside vendors with some vintage books. We have a face painter who's going to be painting faces for free. And we have a couple other vendors. That's real cool to be talking to Mike, right? Yeah. And thank you, Mike, for inviting the Riley and Kimmy Show to be part of this big event. And it'll be really cool being there. And a uh, good time we'll have also with uh, Pop Culture Playground, who will be there. Our good friend, Tom Raup, will be uh, bringing a ton, I mean a ton, of vintage comic books. Now, if you're one of the individuals who really uh, loves you know old school comic books, you know, like the Silver Age, Bronze Age, Modern Age, 
Tom won't let you down. He has a lot of those. He'll be bringing them and some collectibles as well. And we will be with him in the freak tent. Mm-hmm. You know, Spike didn't call it that. We will be under the freak tent, the big top, with Tom. Mm-hmm. Yes, a couple of freaks together. Yep. <laughs> I'm not talking about you, Kimmy. I'm talking about me and Tom. So we're all going to be there having a good time and we hope you're there too. And you can help out the Riley and Kimmy show. You can become part of the Riley and Kimmy show. Tell us about your nerd experience and maybe your Black Friday experience because, you know, you might have been out a little bit early and maybe this is your wind down point. Meeting Billy Tushy and stuff like that. You can talk about that and maybe, uh, you know, show us what you brought to the store to get signed or what you did get signed. Just share the whole experience. Talk nerd with us and become part of the Riley and Kimmy show. We will be recording and once again, big thanks to Mike's Comics and Collectibles for inviting us. But the fun does not stop there. It's kind of like a Billy Tushy tour, Kimmy. And mm-hmm. we're sort of like, we're part of the tour. Yeah. Yeah, we, we are part of a another Billy Tushy experience, and that's going to be on Saturday because, you know, Black Friday's, you know, the thing that happens, you know, that's really big in people's eyes. But there's also a big thing on Saturday that some are starting to become aware of. And I hope I get this title right. It's like Small Business Saturday, I think is the correct thing. Yes. Or Local Comic Shopping Saturday. Let's just check in with Rick from Famous Faces and Funnies in Melbourne, Florida to find out more and also about the Billy Tushy experience. This Saturday is uh, is going to be Small Business Saturday. And yeah, November 28th, we've got a... Um Big event going on with uh, all sorts of cool deals. Uh, almost the whole store is on sale. And we've got uh, Billy Tushi, one of our favorite artists and writers. Uh, he's going to be signing from 12 to 4 at our store. But, um, yeah, Small Business Saturday is just this, this giant event that's worked out really, really well for us and is really um, giving small businesses like ours a chance. You know, everyone's in line at Best Buy or at, you know, or Target or Walmart or whatever for uh, stampeding each other over, you know, saving some money on stuff here and there. But um, as far as... Uh, um, Small Business Saturday, yeah, it's been a giant hit for us these last few years. Now, for famous faces and funnies in Melbourne, what what time is this big event starting? Is it, it's going before Billy's there, right? Um, yeah, we uh, we open all the deals uh, start at eleven o'clock when we open, and we're open till nine o'clock. But uh, yeah, we like I said, we'll be having uh, Billy Tushi there from twelve to four doing a signing, and should be a lot of fun. But uh, we are. Uh, we're, you know, all day we're going to run all sorts of specials and where you can save money on all every graphic novel in the store, uh, any comics over over three months old, all pops, you know, all sorts of savings. So, yeah, be going on all day from 11 to 9 o'clock. It's a pleasure to talk with Rick, and a big thank you to Rick and everyone at Famous Faces and Funnies for inviting the Riley and Kimmy yeah, show. Yeah, thank you. Oh, I can't wait. This is going to be a fun time. I'm actually looking forward to seeing their brand new digs. Um, they moved into a bigger thing not that long ago, and it was an, an old movie theater. So I that sounds heard, really cool. I, speaking of cool, I've heard cool things about it from somebody who is cool, cool as heck. Our good friend, who is an artist, uh, has been in that store. He's a subby of Famous Faces and Funnies, and he's just said it's a great store. All right, he's been encouraging us to go there for a period of time. So we're gonna live up to uh, you know cool's uh, offer there say you gotta go you gotta go you well, know if cool says it's cool then it must be cool that's right because cool said that and also mike did too as well of mike's comics and collectibles he's like patrick you gotta see famous faces and funnies and a big thank you to mike for connecting us with rick and with famous faces and funnies and you know i, I kind of like to just call them fff mm. or faces mm-hmm. what do you think mm. i don't know all right famous faces and funnies I am sure you will be hearing that more on the Riley and Kimmy show. Please join us at both locations we mentioned, Mike's Comics and Collectibles, 
on Black Friday and Saturday at Famous Faces and Funnies, or at least one of them, if time only permits, and become part of the Riley and Kimmy Show at both because we will be recording episodes. Right now, it's time for us to go down into the world of nerd, and we try to do this once a week. We try to talk to our, our king nerd from the world of art. What you drawing? Damn, that's good. Yo, you're a... You're a real good drawer. Yes, he is a real good drawer. I'd give anything to have like one one thousandth of his ability to sketch the things that are in my mind. And that person is the hump. Humphrey Ching comes on to the Riley and Kim show. I said usually once a week to talk about nerd stuff, art, comics, and also TV shows. He does reviews of current TV superhero nerd shows. So let's let's check in and welcome. Humphrey Ching to the Riley and Kimmy Show. Humphrey, thank you for joining us today. Hello, Riley. How are, th- how are things going for you, my friend? Have you recovered from Mega Con Fan Days? Not yet. I'm still trying to recuperate. Now, you you had an active table. I mean, I saw a lot of people looking at uh, some hump art. I think you had some uh, happy uh, fans or new fans that you made at the, at the table. Yeah. Um, it was a... Uh, it's pretty pretty crazy. Actually, you know, maybe I'm wrong because I didn't have a you know a clicker going on here, or a counter. But it seemed to me like Sunday MegaCon was busier in the vendor room than Saturday MegaCon fan days. Uh, I don't know about that. I mean, it was about the same. Like it depends. Like they would like um like I I don't know. Like by where where I was at, everything just came like waves like they didn't they didn't really come all at once so like i like I, I did notice that like um when i left my table on sunday that one area was really packed but on saturday i never left my table so i wouldn't really know like how saturday was so hmm okay well uh i i'm gonna i'm gonna vote sunday all right, that's just from this, and that's unofficial. We didn't do the old census count or anything like that. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I was very satisfied with Megacon fan days. I uh, had a good time. It was always good to see you, you know, uh, sharing art with the world and met some other cool people there, and just uh, it was a fun time for us. Good. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, it, it, was a, it was like a nice con. It wasn't like super packed, you know. And that's the thing, actually, MegaCon Fan Days was, was marketing, too, if you remember. They were, you know, stating, you know, it was going to be not the, you know, the big crowds and things like that. And I think that's kind of an advantage, you know, at times. Uh, I love the big crowds and the big cons. I'm sure you do as being an artist trying to, you know, get your product out and exposure. Uh, but me as being a nerd also looking to get things, meaning uh, a collectible or something, it, it gives me breathing space a little bit. Uh, to have time to actually look at something and not get bumped and shoved and rushed, you know that's and definitely if I'm looking at back issues and comic books, I always find it very difficult at something the size of MegaCon, the big one, and like Tampa Bay Comic Con and the others, Dragon Con, is you just got you, you're kind of you know tight for space and because of those massive amount of people coming through. But so this this was kind of a cool thing because some of the same vendors that are at the big shows were at this one. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was, it was nice. I mean, um, <clears throat> I didn't expect going into it thinking it, it was going to be like regular MegaCon. I guess some people did. Some people thought it was going to be like, you know, because of the MegaCon name, like it, it would still bring in like, you know, 
Yeah, I think you're right. I think some people were thinking 90,000 people were going to be showing up, you know, like uh, the spring. And I, you know, I was hearing, you know, expectations, you know, to be reasonable was 15 to 20,000, you know, uh, but you're right. I, I think there was some that was like, oh, there's going to be 90, maybe 100,000 people. I'm like, I, no. Yeah. And then on top of that, like, I mean, the, the other thing was like, I didn't really think it, a whole lot of people were going to be spending money either because next week is Black Friday. So, oh, I mean, yeah. yeah. And uh, that probably did impact some things, don't you think? Yeah, people like me, you know, we're trying to hold out too. Like, you know, trying to wait till Black Friday to pick up all the, all like, you know, stuff on on Black Friday. So. Well, you know, funny you mention that. I know a place you need to go, Hump, on Black Friday. Oh, I'm already going. Oh, you know what I'm going to talk about? Oh, you know I'm talking about Mike's Comics and Collectibles in Orlando, huh? Of course, man. I got that's that's the reason why I'm going. I'm oh. saving my money. Oh, well, I thought it was to see me and Kimmy. Who? Why do I need to see you? I'm seeing you right now. Well, well it's always a pleasure to see Kimmy. Uh, <laughs> oh, I see how it is. Okay, so you're, so you're saving you're saving up your pennies to go to Mike Mike's Comics uh, for the big Black Friday deal. Yeah. Now, are you? Because I let's face it. This isn't to bash anybody in the art community. This is not to bash anybody who crafts anything superhero-oriented in any shape, form. But some people are not lifelong fans. You are, right? I mean, you are a big-time comic book fan. Oh, yeah. I've been, I've been into comics since, like, I could start watching TV. Okay. So I grew up on comic books. All right. So, so I mean, you love comic books. Now, are you going to be such a big fanboy that you're going to show up and get something signed by uh, Billy Tucci? Yeah, I actually want to go and, and like um, talk to Billy Tucci because like, I actually met Billy Tucci when I was in college because he actually stopped by and hung out in one of my classrooms, um, like uh, one of my, my classes when, when I was in college. So he was, um, he was actually... I, I think his his favorite professor was actually the professor that I was, um, I was having class with that night. So, yeah, I mean, he he was really cool. I actually got to like talk to him, and you know, after class and stuff, and you know, we stayed afterwards and just kind of conversated with him for a little bit. But I don't know if he remembers that, but that was like that was like over ten years ago. So, I mean. It's a long time ago, but yeah, I re- from what I remember, he was really cool. And another thing is, my we also had like a a mentorship program where we had to find a mentor. And um, one of my good friends from college, like Bill Tucci, was his mentor. So whoa, yeah. But I don't know if Billy remembers that either because like. It was like almost 10 years ago. Oh, oh, I think it was over 10 years, actually. So. Well, he's not 100 years old. Come on. Well, I didn't say he was 100. Well, I, I mean, his memory's going to be okay. Come on. He's a young guy. <laughs> yeah, but that, I mean, that, that was like, you know, it was just like for a few. I mean, it was, it was like one night, you know, like since I met him. And plus, with the mentorship program, it wasn't like. You know, we hung out with the dude like every day, <laughs> you know, for a whole year or something. You know, it was just like, you know, they gave us a, a project and we had to do it. You know, and, and they gave they they gave us some guidance. So 
Well, see, then this this could be a really well. Matter of fact, it will be a really good thing for you here. Uh, you know, you, you'll save on whatever collectibles you're going for, maybe comic books, and you get to meet uh, your old mentor. Yeah, well, he was my mentor. Well, was my... Oh, come on, he was a mentor too. I mean, you 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 probably. I, I I have a feeling not not. I just have a feeling you probably have studied. You know, when I look at a comic book, or at least did, you know, as a kid, you know, at first, and as a young adult, and that, you know, you look, you read the story, the content, and then you start maybe analyzing, you know, the construct of it. I, you have had to do that, right? You had to tear it apart a little bit. I mean, you know, the panels and stuff, and looking at that, say, okay, this was done this way, that way. I mean, right? I mean, like Tushy's work, you probably studied it that way, right? Oh yeah, I mean, that, that's part of like being an artist. You gotta, you have to study. You gotta study. I mean, not just comic book arts, but you gotta study like all different types of art. I mean, um, there's not just comic book art out there. There's there's like a lot of like stuff from like you know from the past that have a lot of techniques and you know even now nowadays like with the new you know digital medias and all this new stuff you, you know new advanced technology stuff there, there's a lot of techniques out there that you know like there's all all different ways of doing art you know so it's like you know you gotta learn how to incorporate everything into your own you know your own style or your own version of what you're trying to create so so i can't technically i'll, I'll call him maybe you offer guidance in a, in you know even though it was on a printed page so there you know you get to see your version of maybe uh, master yoda Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll keep it kind of a Star Wars kind of themey thing. Yeah, I kind of like that. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm trying to track down, you know, some uh, some of his back issues of work that he did, uh, like Vampirella. Uh, I mean, it's just uh, all his work is is gorgeous. But uh, you know, I love his Vampirella. <clears throat> yeah, I remember um, when I was going to school. Um, his his big thing was she. Oh yes. So, yeah. Like she was, she was a big, big, um, big thing going on, and one of the issues that I actually, I actually loved was, um, I mean, he didn't draw it, but, um, but I actually loved this issue of she was, um, it was the the black and white and red version uh, book, which J.G. Uh, Jones drew, and yeah, it was one of one of like my inspirations, like doing what I do now. It's like um, was that that book that actually like make it? It made me want to do that kind of artwork, like that that kind of style of art. So. Wow! I mean, that now that is really cool. I mean, that's you know you can pinpoint it back in space and time, and so they say, okay, this this is kind of a major influence on my life right here. So, that, that, you know, do you have that issue by chance, or uh, that uh, that series? Do you have the you know anything of that you can get him to sign? Yeah, I still have that issue. That issue is like, it's like one issue that I will never like let go because it's like, it's one of my my like some of my collection that like means a lot to me because it's like that's the stuff that I actually like you know that inspired me to do what I do and you know taught me a lot of stuff you know while I was learning you know in college. So that is that is so wicked. So, yeah. so hopefully I can get my Vampirella signed, and you can get something signed as well. Actually, I, I also uh, um, will be nerding out. I have uh, uh, Sergeant Rock, the Last Battalion. 
which is just a labor of love of his uh, that I want to get signed. Oh, cool. Yeah, I mean, uh, he, you know, old Sergeant Rock, I, as a kid, I kind of read a little bit, you know, occasionally uh, and stuff, but, you know, and then, you know, off the radar for years for me, but that last battalion's like, wow. I mean, it, it's very good. <clears throat> yeah, I never really got into the whole Sergeant Rock. I actually have one of the trades, like, um, that someone gave me a while back. I think Joe Cooper drew it, like, um. But uh, yeah, I never, I never got to, a chance to really um, read it. But um, I hear a lot of good things about the Sides of Rock stuff. I, 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 and I can't remember. Maybe I can find it. And one of my nerd friends listening to this, like Ed Tucker, who's into the old comic books, to you they'd be old hump. Uh, to the like the early nineteen seventies. They used to do the 100-page uh, comic books, the 50 centers and 60-cent uh, DC ones that were uh, super spectacular, I think is what they originally were marketed as. And then they went into the own titles like Batman, 100-page Superman. I think there's a Batman one with Sergeant Rock, if I remember right, a team-up of those two. And I remember that was my first exposure to Sergeant Rock as a kid because I was a big Batman freak, you know? <laughs> Wasn't there like a book that came out like maybe like a few years ago, maybe like two, three years ago, that was like something? It was like some kind of weird like um, Elseworld thing, and like yeah. it was like Batman. It was called Next Wave or something like that. I I, I think I it's remember. Like yeah, Batman, Soldier, Rock, Black Canary. I forget who else was in it, but it was um, it was who drew it? I'm trying to think of who drew it. Can't think of it top of my head right now, but it was actually a really cool book. Mm. Yeah, but um, yeah, was it called First Wave or Next Wave? I forgot. I I remember that. I don't. I. It was before the whole New Fifty Two yeah, started. Yeah. Like I think it was during the the like the not New Fifty Two, but like I think it was during Fifty Two. Remember right. Fifty Two? Yes. Like, um, yeah, I think it was called First Wave. I'm not sure, but yeah, that that was pretty cool. Was I'm trying to think, was it? Was it? You're looking it up. I hear you clickety clacking there on the keyboard. Yeah, I'm trying to, uh, it, it's yeah, bugging me. Right yeah, now. you're on Wiki. I see what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's trying to be sneaky here. Yeah. Okay. Did you find it? I'm looking. <laughs> oh, it wasn't. It, it, it was Doc Savage. What am I talking about? It was. It, it oh, was, I have that. The Doc Savage thing. I have that. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. See, I'm a big Doc Savage fan too. Not so much Sergeant Rock. I mean, but you know, Doc Savage, the the Shadow, all the Pulp dudes, the Green Hornet, all those. You know, I'm big into. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah that that book was actually kind of interesting. Oh, it was it was Sergeant. I mean, it was um, it was uh, Doc Savage, Batman, and the Spirit. Yeah, and Spirit's is another one I really love. Eisner Spirit, big time. Yeah, yeah, that was actually kind of cool. The funny thing about that book was that Batman actually had a gun. 
like he had he had guns. Well, he did originally in the Detective Comics in uh, twenty seven, and I can't remember how far it went, but he originally had a a firearm. Yeah, I'm like looking at it right now. I never I never picked the the whole series up, but. Well, you, maybe, maybe on Black Friday I'll, I'll try to look for it. Well, you know, Mike's going to have his his stuff, but then a uh, very good friend of the Riley and Kimmy show, uh, Pop Culture Playground, will be there, and they have a ton of uh, Silver Age and Modern Age, you know, Bronze Age and Modern Age comic books. So, you know, I'll I'll introduce you to Tom, who runs uh, Pop Culture Playground. He'll be under the big freak tent because I'm in the freak tent. Mike doesn't have me inside the store with Billy. He actually has me in the freak tent with Tom. Mm. What's a freak tent? It's a freak tent. He's got a big tent up, you know, like big uh, sideshow tent, and I'm going to be in the the freak tent. (laughs) (laughs) I've labeled it that. I don't know if Mike's going to like that, but, you know, Tom's with me, and and he's a fellow freak and a pop culture playground. He's going to have all his uh, collectibles and back issues, and, you know, I encourage you to start digging. Actually, yeah. and Tom's good with that, by the way. I found plenty of trade paperbacks and graphic novels and stuff like that from the past that uh, he does have. He finds, and you know, I collect, and you've seen these, Hub. I collect these big, and I, and I, I will mention this, I collect these big uh, treasury editions and uh, limited editions from the 70s of DC and Marvel. And I found, I found some at a, at a vendor at uh, Megacon, and I just, I, this sounds maybe bad, I could not buy it because I didn't want to, uh, I, I'd rather buy it from my friend uh, Tom, you know, at... Uh, at the event uh, with Mike's, at Mike's Comics at Black Friday, I was like, "Yeah, I, I bet Tom will have them," and because I've always, whenever I get an urge to buy uh, one of those, it's like that's that's who I get my uh, treasuries from, my uh, limited editions. <clears throat> yeah, do you collect like omnibuses or like absolutes by any chance? No, not not the absolutes. I, I collect the essentials, you know, the Marvel essentials and the. Um, the DC line, um, I can't, why, why am I forgetting what the DC ones are called? Uh, showcases. I collect the DC showcases as well. Okay. Yeah, the, I love collecting the absolutes and the, the omnibuses. Like, <clears throat> well, those to like just put in your bookshelf. Yeah, well, yeah, I see. I like the, uh, the showcases because I'm a big Silver Age uh, freak. Uh, and like the Superman, Silver Age, the Batman stuff, all that I have and you know, those I love because, and yeah, they are black and white, but you still get, I mean, in me, sometimes it's kind of cool to see the art stripped down to that black and white stage. Uh-huh. And, and I, I don't mind that. And, you know, I get the story and everything that's there. And that way I don't have to open up a bag and, you know, a bag and board thing and pull an issue out. I got the, I got it right there. Speaking of which, I need to, what comes out tomorrow, which I need to get, is the, the omnibus of the Batman Golden Age stuff. Whoa. The Bob Kane stuff. What, like, uh, what's, no the, what's the SRP on that one? The suggested retail price. Um, let me, I'll tell you right now. You're going to previews? No, I'm going to Amazon. Oh, I, th- oh I thought... Uh, <laughs> now, you're, you're saying Amazon and we're talking about comic book stores. You know, you're going to get me in trouble here. Because Amazon sells it for 75 I mean, uh, uh, the retail price is $75. Amazon has it for 43 Whoa, that's a big difference. <laughs> Ouch, that is a huge difference. Yeah, so it collects. Um, basically, what it collects is the Detective Comics number twenty-seven to fifty-six. Whoa, number one through seven, New York's World's 
Fair Comics, number oh, two. Whoa. World's Best Comic, number one. And World's Finest, number two and three. So, I have the I have the Golden Age Superman, but Omnibus. That one's really cool. With the seagulls, oh, the yeah. seagull shoesters. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Kimmy will be happy with you for uh, suggesting that uh, that big Batman collection for me. Cool. <laughs> yeah, she'll <laughs> she'll be saying cool too. Oh yeah. So. Um, outside of that, uh, you know, Black Friday just or just around the corner. You will be part of that event, right? Yeah, I'll be coming by and checking out the goods. All righty, we uh, we'll we'll be sure to leave some nerd stuff around for you. <clears throat> awesome. Now we do a weekly thing about some of the nerd uh, TV shows and things around. And um, let's see, is Supergirl still staying uh, a positive in your world? Are you still happy with Supergirl? Yeah, I mean, I mean. I I like it, you know. I appreciate it. So like, really don't have a problem. Like some people people love the Supergirl. I mean, some people hate the Supergirl, but um, I gotta be one of the people who say, you know, it's it's not that bad. It's 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 entertaining. So I'm I'm like curious to see what else they gonna they gonna bring on to the show. So I mean, today they revealed that the Hank Hankshaw, like. He has to be somebody. Like he has to be. A lot of people speculating saying that he's cyborg Superman, but I mean it doesn't really make sense that he's cyborg Superman because Superman's not black. So <laughs> you know, I guess like you know. And then the other thing is that you know, um, what do you call it? I mean, the main thing that what kind of gives it away for me is that he has. Um, the, the two red eyes. Well, so, you you and I have talked off mic before of speculation that's the Martian Manhunter, right? Yeah, I'm saying it's Martian Manhunter. A lot of people, you know, they're going by continuity. I'm like, you know, when, when TV and movies come out, you know, continuity kind of goes out the window because, like, like um, you know, you can't really put all the exact continuity into a TV or movie, you know, TV show, you know. Um, because, like, one of the reasons is because, um, you know, you have all this history, you know, a lot of it is, is just too much to tell, you know, um, the, you know, the best way to go about it is, you know, do something that, you know, um, what do you call it, like, pays homage or, or makes sense and, and, you know, and make it work, you know. So I'm thinking it, that it would probably, you know, be be a lot cooler if, if um he was Martian Manhunter. Mm. I mean, you can even argue with the whole thing about like um Batman Begins. You know, every like you know they they put it out there like that um uh, what you call it Liam Nielsen was Ducard. But, you know, when it really came down to it, you know, they really didn't want to put it out there and let people know that he was Raish. But in the end, he was Raish al Ghul. Right. So, you know, I mean, you know, basically you could you could do the same thing with, with, um, with this. Like, you know, I mean, we all know that he's supposed to be the, you know, cyborg Superman. But, you know, I mean, 
who says, you know, they have to go with that. You know, it's, first of all, Superman's not even in this, this, you know, the show. So, you know, it kind of, there's no reason to really make a cyborg Superman because, you know, like, we don't even know what Superman looks like, you know, so. Okay. So the show's still okay. I didn't see the live wire. I didn't even see this uh, recent week's one. I didn't see the previous one. I have it in the DVR, both of them. Uh, did they, were they able to pull off the uh, live wire thing? I liked the live wire episode. I thought the live wire thing was actually kind of cool. I mean, it was pretty pretty true to the thing where they had her as like, she was like, a, what you call it? Um, what do you call those? Uh, like the shock? Jack or whatever. Right, or, right, right. Like, you know, she um she was one of those kind of, you know, like news reporters or something like that. So And that's pretty true to the animation creation of Livewire, isn't it, if I remember right? Yeah, I mean she uh, but I think she she had her own like segment or something, but she was like, you know, but um she she got into uh like I guess like beef with um with which name um i'm like i'm like my brain's not working i'm that's still okay. trying to recover from megacon that's okay what's her name uh calista flockhart's character oh i can't uh cat yeah cat and um what do you call it like she gets into like some beef with her and then like um, she demotes her into becoming like a like a weather reporter or something like that. So, like basically, what happens is that she gets electrocuted with a uh, Supergirl, and um, I guess it transfers the the, the lightning transfers into her, and then she becomes Livewire. I forget how the how the cartoon did it. Livewire was also a character that was made bu- made up by Bruce Timm and them, right? That's like, right, yes. Yeah, and then they brought it into the comics, like Harley, right? That's correct. And if I remember right, there was a storm that went through, and she was she was on the radio and, you know, and doing her thing, and, and she got zapped at the radio station, I think, if I remember right, and became Livewire. It was, like, pretty much the same thing. Like, um, she got zapped by lightning, and then she became Livewire. Yeah. Well, I cool. enjoy that. I love Livewire. I always thought Livewire, especially that um, was it. Lori Petty did the voice. Yeah, I think you're right. <clears throat> Tank Girl. You are right. I think you got that on the mark there, buddy. Mm-hmm. So Supergirl's holding up. Uh, what about the other ones that you're watching? The uh, the well, you gave up on Gotham. It's gone, right? Yeah, Gotham's like that's gone. Right. That's gone. Okay, so uh, let's see. We still have uh, the Flash, and we have the Arrow. <clears throat> Flash and Arrow, man. And, and I the, think about Flash last week, right? I didn't see. I, I if it's whatever I have, it's on the DVR. I haven't went back to it yet. Yeah, Flash is still amazing. I mean, they brought in, they brought in, um, they sent, they sent, uh, Grodd into Gorilla City. Wow, which is really cool. They actually pulled off Gorilla City. Yeah, they they sent them into like the portal and. Took him to like another Earth, or they sent them to Earth Two, or whatever. And and on that Earth, they had like Gorilla City, 
So that was brilliant. Wow. I don't think there's going to be a flash and arrow this week. I think it's going to be next week where basically it's going to be the kind of like the introduction to um, uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, the uh, Doctor Who superhero kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Speaking of Doctor Who, yeah. I was watching. Um, I was watching Jessica Jones today. Okay, I was going to ask you about Jessica Jones. Go ahead. <clears throat> I don't know. Like, um, I can't really say that I'm like a big Jessica Jones fan. Right. I'm really, I don't really know much about Jessica Jones. I'm, I mean, never really got into the book. Not, not the biggest um, Brian Michael Bendis fan either. So um, I know a lot of people are gonna hate me for that. But sorry, people who who love Brian Michael Bendis, but um, no, I'm the one here to hate, not Hump. Just, just hate me. <laughs> but yeah, but Brian Michael Bendis. Um, I like some of the stuff he did. Not, I'm not a big fan of a, a lot of the other stuff, you know. But um, but uh, yeah, I never got into the character, so I don't really know much about her. So it's like you know, I mean that could be the reason why I'm not I'm not big on it, you know. But honestly, it doesn't really feel like it belongs in the Marvel universe, you know, because it's like. Like I just feel like it, it's like it, it it's not very like um, Marvel esque, you know, like like in your face Marvel superhero ish. Gotcha. gotcha. You know, it feels like its own thing. Like and they do talk about the Avengers and all, but when I really think when I when I watch it, I feel like I feel like it, it's um it reminds me of heroes. Like I'm watching, like a darker heroes, like a, a a more racier heroes like TV show. Oh really? Yeah, there's a lot of sex in it because like um, Luke Cage and her go at it like like a lot, and um, I know I know they're supposed to have a kid together, but um, yeah, there's a there's a lot of like sex scenes and stuff like that with uh. <clears throat> so it's like um, just kind of weird for a Marvel show to have like a lot of you know sex scenes. <laughs> okay. It's like, but um, but then at the same time, you know, uh, what's his name? David Tennant plays uh, the Purple Man, <laughs> and when I, when I watch it, I feel like I feel like he's he's playing the evil doctor. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Like he, he's. It's like you know. He, I feel like he's playing like, like his character almost feels like the, the doctor, but just like evil version of him. So it's like, like um, I mean, I know a little bit about the Purple Man from like stuff that I used to read back in the day. So, you know, um, not 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 a whole lot about Purple Man, but yeah, but um. Yeah, I don't know. Like so far, I I gotta finish the, sh the the whole season, and then like I'll, I'll judge it. But as far as I I, I am into it right now, 
not not really like you know it's it's a good sh- it's an okay show, but not not like you know, it's not not anything like spectacular to me. Although it's still better than Shield. Okay. Like, Shield is like still the it's just like a waste of time. I haven't seen Shield <laughs> since. Well, I I did watch some of season two and I gave up on that. I'm, I was gone. Yeah, I didn't even go that far. Shield. Like, I, every now and then, I try to like pop on Shield and give it a try, and it's just like I don't even know what's the point. Right. It's, it's like, why do you have a show? Why don't they? You know, you have. It's part of the the Marvel universe. You know, the cinematic universe. But yet they don't. They don't do anything with it. You know, they don't bring. They, it's like, I know, like the the actors of the movies were will be really expensive to bring on board but but I mean there are other like you know characters in the Marvel universe that you can bring on you know that will never make it into the movies that you could bring into the show but they don't they don't really go about that so it's like they only focus on the same characters over and over again like you know Coulson Sky you know right the rest of the gang you know the biggest thing that pissed me off about Agents of Shield is the second season they brought they brought on board Mockingbird. Yeah, and it's like Mockingbird, like everybody knows Mockingbird is married to Hawkeye. Right. So then when they bring in Avengers two, Hawkeye is married to freaking Velma from Scooby Doo. <laughs> so it's like it's like you know what's the point of bringing Mockingbird? into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. if you're not going to use her for Avengers 2, like, you know? And you cast her with this this actress who, who does movies. You know, she played Lady J in G.I. Joe Retaliation. Right. You know? So it's like, it's like, I, I feel like it was such a waste, you know? Because I love Mockingbird, you know? It's like, Mockingbird is like, kind of like, what, the Black Canary of Marvel? Yeah, <laughs> like, that'd be the best way to put it, yeah. Like, if, if Green Arrow and Hawkeye are, are like, you know, kind of, like, archetypes of each other, then Mockingbird would be, like, the archetype of Black Canary, I guess, you know? So. Okay, so Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, you'll never go back to that one, and, uh, you you know, Jessica Jones is a uh, maybe, and, you know, is there any other uh, nerd Joes out there that got you excited? Uh, No. Not not a whole lot of nerd shows, but I have watched a documentary um, the other day, and it's a really good documentary that um, like you might enjoy because it deals like about the the art world of um, the art side of the the comic cons. Oh, really? Yeah, it's actually really interesting. Um, if you're if you're a comic book artist and or an inspiring comic book artist or someone that wants to get involved in doing comic cons or or even if you're in the comic cons and you're trying to wonder like how you want to get better or how you want to do this and you know this is like a, a documentary that you know you probably should watch because it, it really explains the industry and like you know the mentality of like a lot of of like things that you should think about when you do like comic cons and like you know or just being an artist in general you know it's like um and the the documentary is called uh, making it 
it's you'll find it on Hulu. If you have Hulu right now, it's on Hulu. Okay. So, yeah, it's it's a really good documentary. I really recommend it if you um if you're someone that is really into art and like really into the whole con life of being an artist. Like it's a great documentary. I mean, it really tells you what you need to do, like what you should focus on, you know, like you know, what to do, you know, as as an artist. Which um I think you talked to my friend Big Chris about in the last like couple podcasts back, right? Yeah. Like, that's right. So, yeah. And it's pretty pretty similar to what Chris was saying. So, you know, it's, um, yeah, it's a, I really recommend it. You definitely should watch it if, if you really, really, like, you know, if you want to be an, an artist or even if you are, are an artist, you should watch it. I'm sorry. I'm just, like, really exhausted. That's all right. You've had, you've had a mega con major experience. We're going to let you get back, you know. I know your bed is calling right now. It's saying, Humphrey, it's time to go to sleep. So I appreciate being part of this episode. The door will be open if you can uh, talk again later down you know, down the week. Uh, maybe we'll uh, connect at uh, Black Friday at Mike's Comics and Collectibles. How's that? Cool. Sounds good. Visit RileyandKimmy.com to connect on social media and for archive podcasts. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.